Hello and welcome back. This is Penny Sansbury and Amy Cornell, and this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Um, I thought, so I've mentioned this to Amy before, and I would love to sort of tell you the looks that I got from her when I said, <laughs> when I said Amy, we have to do a show on TikTok, um, and because while we realize that it's not a new platform and Amy will explain in a minute why it was eye rolling. Uh, but it, it's not a, a new platform per se. I mean, obviously as social media sites go, it is fairly young, but it's gotten some really, really great buzz. Um, and especially with the book talk hashtag, um, and, you know, building so much interest for books and things like that. So we just thought that it was time that we do, um, that we do a show about this platform and, and we're also obviously gonna, gonna talk about book talk. And part of the reason before I sort of get into my spiel on, on more about TikTok and me being on TikTok, et cetera, Amy, do you want to tell people why there was lots of eye rolling with TikTok? Well, See, this show is already probably going to be one of our longer ones. I don't know if you want to give me the floor quite yet. Like, it's, <laughs> uh, There's just, a, I mean, if you're talking about, again, I have a lot of opinions on things. Like, again, we will, we will release merch soon. We feel very strongly about this. Um, yeah, TikTok can be, it can be kind of a rabbit hole of, of, yeah a social media site, not like all of them, but TikTok especially because video is so engaging. It just, it's like watching television. You know, there's a reason television has been as, as successful as it has been. Yeah. And these are like mini instantly gratifying TV shows, you know? Right. And it it's just one of those things that you have to be really careful because it, it can turn into a lot of bunnies, a lot of rabbit holes and very quickly you're being assaulted with content that doesn't make sense anymore. And it can just get really confusing and overwhelming very quickly. Yeah. Is that a Absolutely. diplomatic way to say what I said earlier? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a very diplomatic way, but I think that it's also, it's also a great lead in for um, the fact that we're doing a show on TikTok and I'm not on t- I mean, I, I have an account on TikTok and I'll share the account name in a little bit. Um, but I've been on TikTok as an observer because I haven't posted any videos yet um, because of the reason that you mentioned that. And that's why I thought it was important to do a show, not just because it's such a buzzworthy platform, but it's worth if if you're if it's right for your target audience, it's absolutely worth, you know, worth exploring it. But man, you've got to be careful of those rabbit holes mm-hmm. because you can sit on TikTok and all of a sudden you're going, you know, for me, I'm going from dog videos and of course, Costco videos because I love Costco. But, you know, I mean, and, and the next thing, you know, like 20 minutes of your life that you're never going to get back and you haven't really done anything. So that's kind of the biggest, I would say, warning message of the show is that when it works, we love it. But the content is really, really, um, was really alluring. And in particular, what got me interested in um, the book talk hashtag, which the origin story is from from TikTok, is because I started to see a lot of book talk, hashtag book talk tables at major retailers like Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, et cetera. And what was happening, or I guess what is happening, is that retailers started curating content from TikTok 
via the book talk hashtag, which we'll address a little bit later in the show. Um, so it's really helped to drive author interest on that platform too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, essentially retailers, you know, they're smart and other major platforms with a big reach are excited about tapping into TikTok because they feel it's a really great way to stay on top of what's trending and what's current and what people are, what's getting good word of mouth, um, especially for certain demographics. So, you know, for the major demographics uh, that, that gravitate towards TikTok. And honestly, this is like instantly at your fingertips gold information that they, you know, previously were spending millions of dollars on market research to get, you know, so I can only imagine retailers, how much they love this kind of viral effect that social media has really created around products and things like that. And being able to tap into that and instantly start incorporating things into, into their retail markets. Absolutely. And a lot of that has to do with the TikTok algorithm, which we'll talk about in a minute. But to your point, Amy, you're absolutely right. There's so much buzz around this platform. And part of the reason, again, why I wanted to do the show um, is because I've heard from a lot of authors, I would say over the last six to eight months in particular, is should I be on TikTok? And I think in order to decide if you want to be on there, it's important to understand as we will kind of led the show with, it's important to understand the mechanics of the site first. Yeah. And for those of you listening that are already comfortable with social media already, or that are, I like to call social media curious still, <laughs> who haven't completely written it off. Cause I think those of you, well, they probably aren't listening. What am I talking about? <laughs> it can be an enticing to want to jump in feet first, but you really have to be strategic. And we say this all the time. Everything you put out there is your brand. And you don't want to promote something you're not proud of. And especially you don't have to be everywhere, just everywhere that matters. And that still applies to TikTok, even if it is really hot right now. And, you know, it's definitely carved out a unique niche for itself. But you have to understand that like every other social media platform, you will be judged based on your content. Yeah. So you want to be really smart about how you plan to use it. And more importantly, you need to do your research to ensure that's really where your people are hanging out. You know, otherwise you can funnel a lot of time and effort and content creation into something that's not going to give you a realistic return for your efforts. You know, so again, just like every other social media uh, site out there, know who your readers are, know who your demographic is and make sure that that's, that's actually, you know, TikTok is actually where they're they're hanging out and we're not banning you from it if that's not the case. But most of our authors don't come to us and say, oh, I've got all this extra time on my hands. What else can I do? You know, <laughs> they really want to know how to streamline their marketing. They want to make the most out of the time that they do have to market their book. So, you know, just hanging out on social media that's not going to serve them is really not at the top of anybody's list. So, yeah, that's actually, and that's actually part of the reason why I've been dipping my toe into TikTok and just sort of lurking instead of just going all out. <laughs> I have a funny image in my head of like Penny peeking around a corner. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you know, once you, the other, the other piece of it, and this is what I do with any new social media site. The other piece of it is, is that, you know, you just, you don't want to just get on there. You don't want to, you don't want to post and ditch, right? You don't want to get on there and just post like, this is really fun. I'm going to do a video. And then the next week you realize, well, this is actually more work than I was willing to sign up for. So that's part of, that's, that's part of the reason why I'm kind of, you know, 
waiting. Um, but Amy, who is our social media goddess, do you want to unpack how authors can get started on TikTok? Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. But yes, you know, so, so much let's, pressure. Let's skip that part. I think we've kind of beat that one to death that you need to make sure that this is your demographic. But if it warrants exploring your options on TikTok, you definitely want to start by using the platform the way your readers would. This is really important because, you know, as we kicked off the show, it it turns into a rabbit hole very quickly. So find hashtags that are relevant to your genre or your topic. Start following accounts that are performing really well for those hashtags. Like, you know, the successful ones should really stand out to you. So that will help you kind of get to know what content is working and what people are gravitating towards. And by people, again, I need your people, your potential readers, things like that. What are they gravitating toward? What what accounts are doing really well? And this is really your market research, you know, and your TikTok kind of education and action. And, you know, if your goal isn't to incorporate it, you need to use it to support your brand. You need to think and act like your reader to get a really accurate sense for how you need to be incorporating it into your long-term plan. Because like we said, everybody has like certain interests. You get on there and, you know, one wrong turn and all of a sudden they're totally into something else and you're totally looking at something else. And especially when it comes to your market research for how you should be using TikTok, that's why I said, use it the way your ideal reader would be using it. Because if you're trying to do your, you know, your reader market research and find those book talk hashtags and accounts that are doing really well, but then catch yourself watching videos about birds dancing, which are sometimes very cute. I'm not knocking that, but you're really going to kind of screw up your research into figuring out what works on there and what doesn't. And that was what, you know, we've kind of been, you know, alerting, like, just be careful when you get on there, like get on there and take it very seriously. If you want to use it for your branding. Right. Exactly. Because one of the things, and one of the reasons that, that Amy, um, cautioned you about, uh, book talk in the way that she did is because one of the things that I in particular really love about TikTok is that, the algorithm is really smart. So the algorithm actually works on your behalf very hard to make sure that other people see your content. So you aren't just limited to who follows you. Um, so the algorithm monitors your activity, um, the things that you like to engage with, and then presents content that's similar to those interests, right? And which is, again, why I love it so much. The bad news is, is that as Amy pointed out, if you get on there, you really want to make sure you're engaging with the right people. Nothing against dancing cat videos or dancing bird videos or whatever. <laughs> but if that's the kind of content that you engage with, that's what they're going to keep. So you want to try to keep your account um, as clean as it needs to be because the algorithm can really, really work so much to your benefit. And that's part of the reason actually why so many people have grown their bases so quickly because of that algorithm. Because unlike sites like Facebook and Twitter, you really have to go hunting for people to engage with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I use Instagram and I, I noticed that a, this a bit on Instagram, like with real specifically. So I imagine TikTok is like that, but amplified. But again, I essentially have a few things that I'm really interested in, but if for some reason I land on a video about something I don't typically explore, but it catches my attention, 
it's, you know, it's, it, you get inundated with it and they quickly figure out like, oh, this is what you like. And they start sending it to you. So again, to Penny's point, that's why it can be amazing, but that's why it can turn into a rabbit hole. Um, you know, it's almost a joke, but it's like, I watched a lip syncing cat video with one of my kids. And all of a sudden I get all these cat videos and I'm not even, I'm not even a cat person, technically no offense to cat people, but it is amazing how quickly these sites cater to what they think you want. So for the purposes of using this for your brand, for your promotion, things like that, I think Penny, you made a very good point. If, if you're doing it for that reason, get on there and stay very business focused while you're on there. You know, if you really want to explore TikTok, I actually recommend creating a separate account. You know, if you want to go look at all the other cutesy stuff that are, have nothing relating to books or, you know, what you want to do with your brand, but have one dedicated to actually supporting the kind of research that you need to be doing in order to use it effectively for your business, essentially. That's a really, that's a really great idea because TikTok does have a balloon effect. So when you publish a video, it first shows it to the people who follow you and potentially any hashtags that you're using. If your followers engage and or respond to this video, the algorithm then shows it to other people who have expressed similar interests to the platform. And as more people engage and respond, TikTok rewards this by putting the video in front of more people Unlike other platforms where a video or content actually has to be shared, TikTok will show you the content based on your interest and activity on the platform, and it'll show up. There's a there's a for you section on the, the TikTok account, and that's where these videos show up. So it's a smart algorithm, but you got to be smart when you're using the platform. Right. And so it definitely sounds as if, if the TikTok algorithm is a lot more complex than Instagram, which is promising. Um, but distractions, you know, are one of the biggest hurdles to effective marketing. Like we've done numerous shows and have mentioned that a lot about everything Amazon does to potentially distract and entice shoppers on that platform and what you have to do on Amazon in order to keep your readers focused on your book, your page, your work, because, you know, breaking through that noise is really hard. And that's why, you know, a social media presence can be so challenging to build and why a lot of authors get really discouraged and, and burnt out because there are a lot of things out there trying to distract, you know, your target reader and, you know, they're trying to get a piece of their time and energy and money as well, too. So it, it is definitely um, I think this is one of those situations, Penny, where kind of like you see articles like how this one author sold 10,000 books without spending a dime. It's like, well, I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think TikTok to some degree has given not just authors, but a lot of individuals this kind of idea that like, I just have to get on there and do silly stuff to music and I'm going to be, a you know, a f- famous success story. <laughs> it's, and it, it's not quite that simple, but um, but there is a lot to be said for using it effectively. And that's what we hope that, you know, that some of these tips will help you do if you do want to dip your toe in. Well, and part of the other reason, Amy, that you and something that you just touched on is that there's a lot of buzz around this app, and and what we what I see that happens if authors just jump on there without a lot of forethought or planning, they get really excited because they think, oh, this person's selling you know ten thousand, twenty thousand books on TikTok. I want to sell that much, and then they hop on and they they don't meet you know, that the site doesn't meet their expectations and then they kind of drop it. Right. 
Um, and that's, all, that's unfortunate, not just because it's your time, but also, you know, it's a, it's a, just another discouraging market ex- experience, which makes, which is one of the reasons that authors are like, oh my gosh, I don't like marketing my book because sometimes you, you know, you set yourself up for, for that kind of failure. Um, so Amy, let me ask you, is there an ideal length, uh, for a TikTok video or to the point of adding hashtags, how many do you recommend? Sure. The The app actually recommends you keep videos between 21 and 34 seconds. Very specific, isn't it? And then I, I kind of got a chuckle out of this. Sorry, it's not fair. But and in one survey, it actually said that 50% of users reported feeling stressed out by videos that go a minute or more. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. And I, I was just in my head, I'm thinking like, I wish that was the most stressful thing I dealt with all day, but that's like an entirely separate show. So <laughs> We'll table that conversation. But in regards to hashtags, this actually gets really interesting. The recommendation is three to five, um, but so definitely lower than Instagram if any of you are on there. But TikTok has a character limit. So you really have to find a balance between how you want to describe your video while also being able to fit the the relevant hashtags in there. Um, So that's definitely something, you know, again, we say be strategic about social media so definitely planning out not just your your video content or what you're going to do but plan out your posts as well. You know, because really that's that's a very much a first impression thing aside from your video. So really kind of work on what you're going to say about your video and which hashtags you're going to use and really, you know, kind of finesse that to something that's really going to catch somebody's attention because again, it's all your brand. So the video matters but also what your the content that you're posting with it also very much matters too. That's really interesting. I I wasn't aware of I wasn't aware of the um the the character limit on TikTok. That I, I was I I knew about the video stuff, but I wasn't aware of it because so that really does change things for people who are on Instagram, like people who transition over from Instagram and just you know what all the hashtags and all the things. Um, you've really got to limit yourself there. Yes, exactly. Um, so in terms of videos, I mean, if the idea of being on camera doesn't really thrill you, you can still do still images, you know, set to music and text. And that's probably something that I'm going to try fairly soon because we're doing, we have a lot of slide overs that we use on on Instagram and things like that. That I think would transition fairly well to, to TikTok. But I think you really have to find what resonates with your message. And so often we get users um, into TikTok who try to emulate what others are doing and it's get because it's getting buzz um, and it's not really a solid way to engage on that platform. I mean, you, you really have to find your own vibe and that's why I like to, I, I think it's good if you're getting on there, create your profile, whatever, but just lurk for a while and kind of get a sense of what, what you what resonates with you? Yeah, I loved your idea of a slideshow, Penny. If you don't want to be on video, I think that's really smart. Um, you know, use a series of images that work for you. Um, because, for what it's worth, you know, no one in the prime TikTok demographic is going to stare at a single image for twenty five seconds. Like, even if you have a really awesome song to go with it, <laughs> that's not why fans of the platform use it. So that's just another element of knowing who this market is and knowing what users are there for and things like that to kind of figure out when you start posting, you really want to f- like kind of fit yourself into that pocket of what works for the platform and what doesn't. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So let's dig into book talk. That So hashtag book talk, because it's certainly a hashtag that's gotten a lot of buzz. And while I love this, and I love any medium that can help to promote books, I'm, I'm sorry to say I'm going to kill your buzz a tiny little bit here because everybody's jumping on book talk, the book talk hashtag, and it's gotten a bit diluted. For example, I used to pop on Instagram and see TikTok videos under the hashtag, um, but now the now the the hashtag has become so I'm still seeing posts there, but they're almost all Instagrammers trying to make use of it, which again, I can fully appreciate. But the problem is it dilutes the message. So if you're going to jump on a TikTok, don't do it just because of the hashtag. Yes, that's so smart. Um, You know, like I've already alluded to, TikTok users are, they do skew a bit younger. um, And most of them grew up with quite a bit of technology. You know, they're savvy. And they will not give you a second chance if you show up and waste their time. So again, I guess I'm jumping on the buzzkill bandwagon. But <laughs> but, but I love your, I, I love the creepiness of it too, but I love your term, Penny. Like get on and lurk for a while before you commit to posting content and really have a plan, especially for something like TikTok, especially for something that is so, I'm using air quotes right now, hot. You know, the more uh, I think, buzzworthy and exciting and new and viral something is, the more careful you need to be once you decide to show up because the bar is very high. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's, um, I think that's, that's absolutely right. And I think, you know, even though TikTok is a different social media platform, I mean, the same rules still apply, right? Show up and start networking with accounts that have great content or similar to yours. And you know what I mean? You know what I, I want to just say this about networking. The best time to start networking is when you have nothing to sell. Because networking, when you're trying to sell something, puts you in a very different mindset. I love that. I think that's so smart. Like get on there. And I think that fits so well with <laughs> Again, I just get a chance to say it again with the lurking, you know, do some networking while you're also networking and lurking. That could be a funny t-shirt, right? <laughs> but truly that is a great time because you're not, you don't have the added pressure of creating your own content yet. You're just trying to figure things out. So that's a great way doing some networking, following the right accounts uh, and things like that. And just learning a little bit, liking their stuff. I think that's brilliant. And And with that, you know, be mindful of companies that are trying to sell you TikTok book promotions. You know, we all went through this with blog tours Mm -hmm. when those first hit the scene. We all, most of us saw this with Instagram and Bookstagram tours. You know, your market and your reader demographic should always take the driver's seat in anything you do or any work that you hire out. So just because someone is willing to sell you something doesn't mean it's in your best interest. So again, whatever you put out there is your brand, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So just educate yourself a bit before putting all your trust into someone else to do the work on your behalf. Again, I love this. I, I think we definitely need, you know, network and lurk, lurking and networking. <laughs> yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to brainstorm that one, but I love it. But I think it's so appropriate here that you want to show up somewhat educated before you decide to hire something out. Like don't just buy into something because it's hot right now. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Right. And I mean, and I completely agree. I mean, like influencer pitching is something that we do for a vast majority of our authors. Um, 
And I remember when folks started coming to us saying, do you do bookstagram or tours? And I started investigating this. And in some cases, it was just posting a book to an Instagram account using the bookstagram or hashtag, which wasn't terribly fair. I mean, it gets little to no play that way. Right, exactly. That I, I that that was infuriating, honestly, yeah. when it was being called. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah. And so again, as part of your research and your self-education to find the accounts that are really doing things correctly, you're building a list of potential people you might want to reach out to at some point and integrate into your influencer outreach, you know, long term. But to Penny's point, actually you know, looking at these accounts, seeing what they're posting, seeing what kind of engagement they're they're going to get, those will be the people that might actually help boost your exposure. Um, you know, not just, you know, a tour that offers to slap your book, you know, cover up on some sites and call it good. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And one of the things that I mean, I obviously, we do book promotion and, and publicity. We do you know, book tours and all that other stuff. So I'm not discounting all the work that we do, but I really like it. In fact, we really only try to work with authors who are engaged in their own success. And by that, I mean, if the book talk hashtag intrigues you, um, get on there and start engaging with them, liking their content, um, getting to know some of the influencers because that's a great way to, you know, to maybe still lurk. I mean, before you start posting, you know, your own videos, but still kind of be networking by liking their content. That's a big, that's a big deal for just about anybody on social media, right? But books book talk influencers often have other accounts too. And we discovered this in particular with bookstagrammers, right? So bookstagrammers usually weren't I mean, some of them are born on Instagram, but most of them, you know, most of them have uh, book blogger accounts and their bookstagram is an outlet for all the books that they, you know, that they, that they write about, but that they, you know, that they review. But many of these um, TikTok, book talk influencers are on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. So as you're building a list and, you know, I suggest find five or between five and 10, depending on how much time you have to just start to kind of engage with. And again, by engaging, it could be post a quick comment, you know, like their content and, you know, help the, teach the algorithm what you want TikTok to show you as you're getting ready to prepare to launch your own account. Right. Absolutely. And because once you do start reaching out, you know, sometimes influencers charge for this kind of exposure, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, which is fine. Um, but just because someone charges doesn't mean they're the right option for you. And just because someone doesn't charge doesn't mean they're not worth your time. So it's, it's really, you know, Penny always says this, there's really no shortcut to success. And that's definitely true when you're developing a social media strategy and why you really need to put a little time and effort into I say a little at minimum into really understanding what's out there and where, you know, the right place is for you to fit in before you jump in and start posting content and just, you know, sending DMs to people and things like that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I really hope that we haven't sounded like a broken record. I know we talk a lot about planning. I know that's a lot more, that's a little bit more boring than just like, just do 
the things, get on a TikTok, become an influencer, get on a book talk. But I think that the smarter that you can be about, the more strategic is maybe a better word, the more strategic that you can be about your, um, your, what you're, what you're doing for your promotion, the more time you'll save and um, the better that the experience will be for you. So we hope that you have enjoyed this show. I am certainly going to hop off right now and start getting on to TikTok and adding some content. You probably will rarely see a video from me because I always feel so much pressure to do videos. But, um, but, I, but, <laughs> but I really hope that you'll join me. My TikTok handle is I am the real book gal. And thank you so much for listening to the show. We love show feedback, show ideas, and obviously a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Amy, I got to say your ideas, the show were just tremendous. Thank you so much. They were great input. Oh my gosh. Thank you for pushing me to do a show on, on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I admit it was, it was actually, I'm glad we did this finally. It was time. We had to say something about it. Yeah, I'm really, I'm very, very glad that we did the show. And I will see you hopefully uh, on TikTok and definitely follow me at, at I Am The Real Book Cal. And we will, this is Penny Sansaberry. I got so excited about like, oh, I have to tell people the name of the show because we have to get, I'm all, <laughs> I'm all ready to get onto TikTok and start looking at, uh, start adding videos. But this is the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast, Penny Sansaberry and Amy Cornell. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.